I was trying to focus so much on it, I was becoming miserable. But when I was just, you know, doing what I want to do right now, it's just, uh, it gave me uh, so much freedom. And, you know, it, it just diminished, uh, diminished the fear of failure or the fear of embarrassment. Hi, Louis here. Thanks for swinging by. Today on Swapping Shoes, I had a delightful talk with Bulgaria's parkour OG, Ilko Iliev. The self-proclaimer disaster artist is a well-established stuntman, action hero, skydiver, base jumper, paraglider, snowboarder, kite surfer, climber. I mean, overall legend. We talked a lot about parkour and its intricacies and how they transcend into different extreme sports. Super rad. Let's do it. The Swapping Shoes with Ilko Iliev. Okay, we're starting already. <laughs> yes, okay. yes, good, we're on it. Good to see you. Good to see you, bro. Same, good to hear you, good to see you. Haven't seen you in a, in a few how, months. How are you doing? Good, just, yes. just back in, in Bulgaria. First day. Gonna stay a little bit. And, yeah. For how long you staying? Uh, just, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I was supposed to be here for a day, but uh, uh, it just, uh, we're doing this skydiving scene in in Hungary, but uh, the weather is, is bad and we have some problems with the airfield and we're gonna do, we're gonna just move it a bit. But yeah, anyway, uh, that's, that's what's going on now. Yeah. Action man life. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Um, so, Ilko, my friend, yeah. I, I want to start uh, from the top here mm. with you in swapping shoes. How, how, no, actually, what are your shoes right now? What are your parkour shoes at the moment or training shoes in general? Yeah, well, actually, my, my favorite training shoes are the Asics Geolite V, but uh, now they're mm -hmm. very hard to come up. They don't make that model. Now I'm with New Balance. Uh, I like them. Just, uh, just testing them, but I like foamy shoes, impact, impact shoes, and yeah. <laughs> Generally, I like nice. Asics Geolite. Yeah, yeah, and they also look really good. The Asics Geolite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good cars. And uh, how how did you did you get into parkour first place? When was it? Yeah, so how was your first time. Yeah, it's been uh, some time now. It was uh, around uh, 2006, seven. Uh, of course, Yamakashi. I watched Yamakashi on uh, in like a computer uh, room. Back then, we had like you know these computer clubs, and just watched it there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my brother told me uh, that it's actually there's people gathering around uh, to train, and uh, you know I've always been been fascinated since a kid since i guess all of us parkour people have always been you know watching uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles and spider-man and just like you know always uh, kind of uh, interested in those those flashy and stylish movements and you know just like this uh, these capabilities of of the body which i believe uh, and uh, they they in parkour, 
parkour kind of made a lot of things possible that weren't possible uh, just a few years back, you know, as in, as in human capabilities. And this uh, is not mm-hmm. only physical, but it's also, you know, it's, it's mostly technique. Of course, it's a physical and there is like uh, the mental moment. And yeah, I just watched the Yamakashi. My brother told me these people gather for real. And uh, then uh, uh, we had a stronger community back then, you know, even even from the start. Every uh, Saturday we would make jumps and we would just uh, just gather together and, and train. And uh, nice. this is how, how life was back then. <laughs> and and uh, then you kind of slowed down and uh, you got interested in a lot of other things. And how was it? How was your a little bit of distancing yeah. from your very present? Because you were really, really present in parkour, in the parkour scene, uh, even more in Bulgaria, but actually in our Europe until like 2014, more or less, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it. something there. Uh, I was training uh, a lot, but... Uh, To be honest, uh, f- for me, it was never about, I don't know, it was more about the, the traveling and the friends and, and the training, of course, and, you know, just just parkour itself. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, in the beginning, I was uh, pushing more as, uh, as an athlete and I wanted to, to focus more on, on parkour, but I've always had uh, deviations from it, you know, interest in other sports here in Sofia. I grew up snowboarding. We have uh, the mountain just above and, you know, uh, all winter we would just uh, spend in the mountain building jumps and, you know, train freestyle, just, you know, like some poor kids climbing the mountain and digging digging jumps. <laughs> and uh, at one point uh, I really wanted to focus on parkour, uh, but, uh, you know, As uh, there is a saying, you know, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Maybe you've heard it. But then uh, uh, in reality, actually, the saying goes, jack of all trades, master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. And uh, I discovered that, <laughs> yeah, maybe... I like, I like it. Not, not uh, everybody knows actually the, the continuation of this, of this saying. And I found out uh, to myself that I found, find myself miserable just forcefully focusing on oneself, on, on, one, on just one thing, uh, when actually for me and for, for many people, you know, movement is very, very transcendent thing and... Uh, Uh, actually, it's it's not just about you know the the particular thing. It's about movement and the people around you. And uh, I started transitioning into uh, more uh, flying sports. I do you know a lot of uh, base jumping and and paragliding. And um, you know there is I still do parkour and martial arts. And of course uh, you know because uh, you're a stuntman too. We we work together. I do stunts and a lot of fighting scenes. And uh, there is no, from my experience, as I've been through, through many sports and all of them, I try to take on to like um, a very technical, a very, a very high level. There is nothing uh, that builds such a great foundation and such uh, a great uh, just uh, instant 
capability straight on it than than parkour because it's uh, it's just so so impactful it's so uh, hard in like uh, just just as a as a solid state uh, that it just builds uh, amazing capabilities of, for people and it's very very easy to to learn anything else after you've trained parkour for some time mm-hmm. um, for example you know all these these air sports uh, there is all the injuries and all the you know most of the the deaths and most of the injuries that occur in in base jumping and in flying uh, come with impact to the ground and uh, this uh, is also a great fear for for many people uh, that fly and they have like this this mental block that is you know they really have to think about the landing to you know uh, to this state where it becomes uh, a problem for them while when you uh, have been through parkour you're so impact ready you can jump from so high and take on such great hits that this uh, never occurs to you you know you can uh, you mm-hmm. can crash land, you can, uh, you know, impact the ground with, with higher speeds, which is not, you know, uh, necessarily uh, the right technique is definitely not, you know, you can always uh, mm-hmm. land safely and, and better. And But there is no uh, mental block for you to try. So progression, mm-hmm. progression comes faster. And this is even uh, maybe not, not many people... I'm I'm sure many people in parkour talk about it, but it's just like this general uh, mental block that that let's say normal people, not to say like normal. It's not just people who don't train train <laughs> parkour have is like even uh, when you're uh, let's say on the roof of your house fixing it, you know, or when uh, you're in a building where escape is uh, hard, let's say, in case of a fire emergency or whatever. Uh, it's as if parkour people, they don't even have to think about that. You know, I never have to, I don't have this like mental trap of how am I going to get out of here? What am I going to do? Because mm-hmm. you are in a way uh, very capable of uh, navigating through surroundings that for people who don't have this, physical or mental capabilities, uh, they are now a factor in in just their, yeah. even let's say, um, subconscious calculations or like their subconscious uh, just analysis of an environment whilst uh, when you have this just physical capability to, to move and to impact uh, is just uh, not an issue. So in a way, you are much free in everyday life you know if i don't know if a bus your bus you're riding on crashes you can still like jump through the window and uh, kind of let's say in in like a a bizarre scenario you still have that option you know even subconsciously so for me it has always been uh, a positive you know just just my my heart parkour uh, training, you know, all these jump, all these impacts, all these heights, all these drops, all these climb ups, all this, you know, just, just physical training. And uh, yeah, there is maybe 
I'm, I feel like I'm talking too much, but I'm deviating to... No, 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 I love it. It's great. I'm and it, <laughs> No, no, it makes a lot of sense to me. And it's a lot uh, to do with the very old philosophy that, of course, it's a little bit exaggerated of the be strong to be useful yeah. or uh, uh, what else, uh, be, to be into last. And of course, it's not like every day we go out training just to be useful or just to last. Yeah. Uh, you train because it's fun, because you're hanging out with friends, because it's a nice sport. But you actually you're getting these tools, right, of learning how to deal with impacts or how to read the environment. Everything that you're saying, uh, it's it's like, it's not for in my opinion, it's not something that you train for exactly just for that. But it's a really good uh, like a side effect, yeah. like a yeah. reward that you get from training quite uh, A spin-off. But hooking to this. Yeah, hooking to this question, uh, to your answer, to what you were saying, this was one of the questions that I, I was going to leave for the end. Like you do all this type of crazy sports, um, everything, and we're going to get into that a bit later. But okay. for now, what, are, what is the, like, the most important tool in general that parkour uh, has given you for all your life and all your career? for the life that you have right now as a stunt performer as a overall uh, legendary athlete of extreme shit <laughs> if, if you say so <laughs> yeah i think uh, uh in in practical and in uh, let's say metaphorical state in practical it's really it's really just being uh, very very tough in a way in uh, you know impact and in uh, just getting um, you know wounded in a bit you know just uh, you know how in parkour we always shin and uh, you know this this with time it becomes uh, it does it's not an issue so every time you get you get a scratch you know or every time you're a little bit hurt you used to it you know it will pass you kind of uh, have a relationship with uh, you know all this this trauma which is which is of course uh too of a fine line and you know until it it becomes you know trauma that is uh that can take you out for for a week for a month for for a year you know but to a great extent uh, i would say parkour really really toughened me up and gave me uh capabilities that uh i was not uh aware that i would uh, have them but I have them and uh, even just, uh, you know, motor uh, capabilities and uh, spatial awareness, uh, it, all, it is all very useful in, in everything that they do, you know, in, uh, in paragliding, in base, in, uh, you know, all this, in kitesurfing, it's just, it's just the same. And definitely into stunts and in more, let's say, metaphorical or more the cliche, the mental the mental state is exactly this, uh, you know, overcoming obstacles. And I would say not even just overcoming obstacles, but as we spoke about, never even uh, crossing your mind an obstacle that's, that would be for somebody, you know, a great, a great block to do something. You would need, in a way, or at least I would need to... Um, specifically think about how someone else would perceive it to be able to see this okay this might be uh, an obstacle 
for somebody, let's say. And, uh, you know, I'm having hard uh, instance also as now I'm coordinating stuff and, uh, you know, I have to work a lot with people, just, you know, judging, judging character. You know, I have a lot of um, experience with, uh, you know, just observing uh, fear into people's eyes in, in different mm -hmm. scenarios. And, you know, uh, you have to source people for, for a certain job. You have to be sure they are going to perform. And then when you put them on a line on, you know, in the spotlight or when they have to uh, do something, you know, you, you see where their uh, demons demons lay you know and sometimes these demons would be that they're afraid of something that uh, it never crossed your mind that it would be an issue just because for you it's so uh, in a you know it's not a factor it's not it's not a, it's not an obstacle it's just you know yeah. something that's there and then you see oh I have a you know when people really start to to share in a way uh, their fears because sometimes you know people would be would be tough and uh, they will not st say what their issue is so now you have to find it out and it's you know not always uh, yeah uh, so physical you know it's 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 very mental yeah. but yeah this now comes to to a different topic you know of, of fear and of sharing the fear <laughs> but but generally yeah. the, these are these are the two things just uh, physically very roughed up from parkour and mm -hmm. uh, mentally again very very roughed up and very ready to to go in in you know in difficult scenarios sort of resilience again i mentioned this uh, is like this resilience uh, yeah. and understanding that it's a, a, something that is out of your control but you can still just keep on going, yeah. keep on pushing it's temporary uh, yeah. I was not planning on talking about fear but um, let's get into it because uh, you've been doing now uh, what I think is the scariest um, sport in the world which is base jump Yeah. but must be uh, the yeah. most fun of the sports what, what do you think is, is more scary uh, base jumping or uh, scuba diving with sharks uh, the one which you know less about, so the one Ooh. you are less prepared for, and uh, <laughs> you know it's what a great uh, answer, you motherfucker! <laughs> you studied, you studied for this. I studied. <laughs> you have cheats on your hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, so how how do you how do you deal with fear? How is that like because you 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 work with risk in general. Yeah. Uh, you have your your, your company, your, your your group yeah. is a disaster arts. So yeah. how do you deal with these risks and with this uh, fear? Yeah, well, I would I would say uh, fear is uh, you know in a lot of times uh, a misconcept, and uh, fear is put on I I would say on the, the wrong place on the wrong seat as as the enemy you know as an opponent whilst i would say fear should be a friend and uh, fear is is uh, something we should have a uh, good relationship with and uh, if you're doing a big precision jump or you're jumping off a cliff or you're diving with sharks it is always comes down to uh, how comfortable you are in this situation and how measured 
the risk is because we can uh, lie to ourselves and say oh there is no risk because i've done this a million times or whatever but you know uh, okay let's say that it is and you can be 99 percent sure everything is is good but of course one percent you should always leave for uh, you know scenarios that you are not aware of and uh, this is where fear kind of saves you because when you uh, have fear you can uh, feel it and you can talk about it with somebody else or with yourself and find the source of it you know if you're um, doing a jump you can you can think okay why am i afraid of this maybe because uh, your knee was uh, not uh, so strong a month ago let's say you had a, a little injury or let's say uh, you had like a, a bad morning or let's say you're feeling uh, fatigue or let's say uh, it might be even a social fear where you know you have to do this because uh, people are watching but but you're afraid of it you know and then uh, but you don't want to be the guy who didn't do it you know mm -hmm. so but there is no no shame in, in being afraid of that and you know just realizing it you can kind of uh, rearrange your, your priorities and decide decides uh, if if you can really do that or not and uh, it is it always narrows down to how uh, how prepared you are for the thing and you know with, with base jumping it's absolutely it's absolutely the same but there is you know a lot of factors that are let's say different than, than parkour because uh, but they're generally the same let's say a different one would be uh, you're at uh, an exit point and you're not sure if uh, your knowledge of the weather is is as good as uh, you would want it to be so now you're not sure okay can, can i do this can can't i and you know there is always something in your mind that you go through but uh, you know generally there is uh, it's not a system but uh, it's like uh, i call it the a to z plan and uh, i do it in in parkour too it's always to have a backup plan and it's uh, also you have a backup of the backup of the backup and uh, sometimes in parkour uh, i always give this example to when people ask me let's say you you're doing a jump yeah you're doing uh, just a big gap and your plan is to jump off and to land on the other side you know and then your plan is uh, to jump off but let's say your leg give out or you or you misstep so now you reach the end, but your plan B is to just open up, flop, and kind of roll out mm -hmm. into the jump. Okay, so this was not what you wanted, but it is a safe option for you to to reach to the other side. You know, let's say you slip, now you, you land on the edge and you grab it, you know, this is a plan C and it's still uh, in your capabilities. Is just now the toe is getting bigger as you're deviating from your plan A. So now your next plan is to kind of crash into the edge and hold hold on tight. Okay, you still can do that. It's going to maybe hurt. And then, you know, your plan is now, uh, even if you're on a five-story building, if your plan is to fall between the gap, now you're like whatever K plan is to <laughs> bounce from one, one wall to the other. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you just bounce around and grab, grab whatever. You break your <laughs> leg or whatever until your plan is to crash into the ground and you still have, a, you know, like an idea. Okay, if I crash into the ground, I'll try to roll out of it or whatever. <laughs> so this, you know, it, it gives you like a cascading, uh, uh, you know, set of, of plans that mm-hmm. the more you, you deviate from them, the bigger the toe, the injury you will get. But still you have, you know, an idea of what is going on. You're not blindly going yeah. into it. And it's the same with, let's say, base jumping. You still, you know, you go through all the checks. You think, okay, did I pack my gear right? I sometimes just look at my, all the time actually, I look at my leg whoops and I think, okay, did, did I put my, my parachute as, you know, as a pair of pants or did I just <laughs> put it on my backpack, which, you know, I put it just as a backpack which sounds ridiculous but yeah. this is how uh, much you need to to narrow it down to yeah, simplify yeah. it you know to make we call it the idiot check just to be to be sure and this builds now your mental confidence because mm-hmm. if you go on the exit point and uh, you don't have any idea of you know how your parachute works or uh, how it's supposed to be uh, put on your back or how you're supposed to jump at what time or how high it is, is is the setup that you have on your backup for high or for low jumps or for whatever. If you don't know any of that, you should be afraid. And there is yeah. a lot of reasons to be afraid. And if you're in that situation as you and you're afraid, listen to your fear <laughs> and don't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get you. And it's one actually one nice thing that you were saying about this A to Z uh, back backing up that I think is really cool in parkour is because as we our training is very generalist. So you train um, jumping as you train taking the impacts as you train hanging outside as you train uh, grabbing to grabbing or as you train um, grabbing to down or grabbing to up. Uh, there's a little bit of everything. Uh, when it gets to a point that you're in an emergency situation in parkour mostly. Uh, even if something goes completely out of your plan, instinctively, if you're trained enough and if you're comfortable with your movement uh, and if you don't uh, freak out, you, instinctively you will just get into a roll or you're going to grab or you're going to do a safe bounce back. And uh, I wonder if it could be the same, for example, in base. Um, like if something goes wrong, it's like, is it, or it's skydiving, skydiving, for example, because I think it's more common that you need to use a cutaway or something. Um, uh, does this type of things also come instinctively as it is in an emergency parkour situation? I would say, uh, first of all, skydiving is a sport in the world. So it's just, uh, especially compared to parkour, you know, the uh, emergency situations, you... Uh, encounter in parkour a split second and you react in a split second mm-hmm. and in you know in skydiving you open at you know a thousand uh, to a thousand five hundred meters is when you open and when you see you have an emergency situation you have so much time you have seconds mm-hmm. you know like um, many seconds compared <laughs> to you know the, the milliseconds that you have in parkour to react and you know I, I found myself in in you know difficult situations and just this uh, fast reaction time that, that parkour gives you and just this uh, you know uh, just being on it and and acting and doing and thinking you know it uh, it gives you it gives you a lot and so mm-hmm. this is another you know 
uh, spin-off of parkour that that yeah. transcends to to other sports, which are you know there is split second decisions there too, mm-hmm. uh, but also you know in parkour they always are split second yes. decisions. You don't have time to okay now you know I'll do this or do that. Right. So um, so you're a guy with a lot of different activities, hobbies, skills in general. So you do. Let's try to count. So parkour. <laughs> uh, climbing uh, no no come yeah. on bro it's okay don't don't be don't okay, feel flattered can... don't feel flattered yeah. okay please parkour climbing okay, so kite snowboarding yeah uh, base paragliding this is my my main things right now okay but then you also yeah. do things that are not movement related you film uh, you edit you design shit i saw you 3d designing 3d printing we you you developed an app that I know at least one that I know of right the yeah. leap yeah and websites yeah. didn't and work out but yeah <laughs> <laughs> workouts yes uh, and all this type no, of no no I said I said it didn't really ah, work didn't out, work out. Ah, okay yeah yeah well you learned right yeah 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 sure so you, I think it worked a out lot. in a way anyway but um, the question is what is this drive for a beginner's mindset that you have like what is this um, where do you get the motivation to start something from zero and getting good at it because uh, it's it's very it's very demotivating for some people to just start something that they are really bad at even more when you're good at something already you don't want to get out of your comfort zone of being good at something to learn something from zero from scratch Uh, where do you get this um, motivation? How, like, how do you approach this of learning something? New skill? Yeah. Uh, thank you for, for the question. Uh, absolutely love it. And I think it will, it will bring back to, to the point of fear again. And, uh, you know, uh, in a way, I've been trying to build my, my relationship with fear and big part of it, you know, uh, especially when uh, you're starting a new thing, you know, is uh, afraid to f- be f- to fail or, you know, afraid of embarrassment. Uh, and uh, especially when you're, when you're starting a new thing, there is, you know, uh, you're now a beginner, you start from zero. So a lot of people are afraid to start from zero, zero what will it lead to. But, uh, you know, when I told you that when I kind of, And I never truly stopped training parkour, but kind of deviated from it was because uh, I was trying to focus so much on it. I was becoming miserable. But when I was just, you know, doing what I want to do right now, it's just uh, it gave me uh, so much freedom. And, you know, it it just diminished uh, diminished the fear of failure or the fear of uh, you know, I don't know, um, embarrassment or the fear of if I start doing this thing, what will it lead to? We will waste time. Is it like going to be profitable in the future or whatever? It just all, all diminished, you know, and uh, in a way, I'm never uh, afraid to be embarrassed or looked down to or let's say I don't really need to walk around uh, with my ego, you know, or walk around in a community where I'm recognized necessarily I'm 
pretty fine being uh, nobody in a, in a new thing if I really want to, to learn that thing. And uh, I get very, very obsessed with technical stuff. And uh, they exist a lot in uh, in all these sports, like you know, in in parachute sports with with rigging. And uh, as as you know, I I have a company. We have uh, like uh, probably the most advanced. Uh, I can say that the most advanced uh, paragliding harness, which has like a cutaway system and two extra parachutes, and it's like it's very you know, it's a tool that saves you from uh, many situations. And uh, it is all about just being very obsessed into the details of how how things work. And of course, uh, you always you always start from the start. But uh, you know, uh, it is always about uh, trying to to build or trying to to reach the vision that that you have. And just never backing down on the premise of, oh, it's too hard. Because uh, you discover with time that every sport has a different learning curve. Sometimes you get really fast into it and you're already, you know, like doing uh, amazing things. Let's say into skydiving, you instantly start skydiving and you're in the sky and it's awesome. But let's say you start surfing and there the learning curve is much grander. So you might easily get you know, demotivated from the start. And you just have to you just have to push through. And with experience you understand that uh, and you kind of uh, know that you're in that zone. I've been into that zone in, in paragliding where, you know, I had a few accidents and I was getting demotivated and just flying my wing and trying to do what I want to progress in, it didn't feel didn't feel right. It didn't feel uh, I didn't enjoy it. But you know, I knew okay, I just have to push through a little bit through that until until we bring it back and uh, eventually eventually I did you know just by uh, persistence and uh, yeah it's always uh, it depends on the person but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if if you enjoy something uh, just being new at it, or if you want to do it, just being new at it is not an excuse not to do it. Or being nobody in, in that particular field is nice. not an excuse. And, uh, you know, when you are an expert in, in one field, you know, you're used to being the expert and you telling how things are done and, and so and so. And then you get into uh, a new place and you're suddenly a newbie and everybody's like yeah. pointing fingers at you. And you have to find... Uh, a way to enjoy that because it's it's also fun you know it's like okay somebody's laughing at your expense because you did a mistake well mm. just be happy you provided uh, laughter or you provided a situation where people you learn from you know as other beginners it's nothing bad about it you know nice so yeah um, uh, i think you're summing uh, summarizing um so persistence right belief uh, not putting a lot of pressure on yourself. Persistence, but uh, not necessarily, you, you know, uh, maybe maybe having an overall look uh, yeah. on yourself and why are you getting depressed? Are you going to pass through it? Is it, you know, worth it? Uh, or And maybe does it seem not worth it right now because you're tired, because you're hungry, mm-hmm. because you, you, you've, been, yeah. you've been beat up, you know, whether you're... Where you where you're going with it, 
Yeah. Like some self-empathy. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. I like it. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, give um, yourself give yourself a credit for for learning a new thing, you know. And for trying, right? Just so just to be yeah. out there and enjoying every moment of it, which is the other part that you said. Oh uh, yeah. Now, jumping to uh, the question that I did before with Team Shift and I'm going to do the same to you right now. What is now that you have a little bit of distance from parkour, but you're still connected in a way, you still train, you still talk to the community, part of the community in a way for sure. Um but how is your vision right now from a little bit of distance? I, I have this idea that when you see things from a little bit afar, you have more of an objective uh, uh, opinion or objection, objective opinion is not a thing, objective uh, outlook. Uh, how do you see parkour right now from this distance? I would see, I see it more settled in, you know, as in uh, there are a lot of, uh, um, mostly broad, you know, parkour specific gyms it is now something that parents would consider as yeah i can uh, get my kid to train this and that you know uh, so it is uh, settled now as as you know uh, a street culture as a sport uh, it is progressed beyond what i you know uh, imagined i mean as in as in movement it's just you know the progression of movement and you know where uh, yeah new people are taking it is uh, is phenomenal i absolutely love it uh, mm-hmm. it is a level that uh, you know i don't uh, see myself reaching for sure you know it's just uh, i don't have this uh, um, anymore even i don't know if i started parkour now you know at 15 I don't know if uh, it's just, you know, mental. <laughs> As a community, it uh, is much uh, lamer in a way, I would say, if that's, <laughs> if that's a good word to say it. Uh, it is mostly, I would say, because of, you know, the uh, code to oneself that, that people live in now, you know, with uh, uh, social media, for sure, a big factor into shaping... Uh, people more into being, uh, you know, it's like, I think we talked about it uh, with you actually on one uh, one drive. I don't remember where we're going, but it was before people would, would gather at one place and they would train and, and they would exchange ideas and, and they would talk, you know, as uh, if now it feels like everybody's, you know, sitting on their, their balcony in their apartment and they're, you know, just shouting from, from it, you know, like their mm-hmm. opinions and ideas and kind of these that are close to your, your balcony can kind of, you know, speak to you and exchange ideas. And this is how it feels uh, that uh, social media uh, kind of blocked everybody into themselves. And the louder they are, you know, the, the more their opinion is uh, heard and, uh, yeah. you know, conversations happen around them before it would be more more centralized and people would would gather and they would train train together now there is you know a lot of noise and everybody is trying to create uh, whatever uh, community they want around themselves if if that makes sense and this is also a a spin-off of of social media for what it creates it is uh, 
just you know how commercials work and how whatever you know social marketing it's kind of bringing everything to you so people are very used to things coming around to them so they would just like speed out whatever their uh, thing is opinion or, or, or view or whatever they do and it just kind of circles back uh, on the you know uh, thanks to virality or, or whatever you know this yeah. is this is how how it feels but it's still you know events like uh, i would say um, red bull art of motion uh, and uh, you know other like events created by the community you know by in in gyms that kind of still bring you know this this energy this energy together mm-hmm. which is cool there is yeah. um, in bulgaria it doesn't exist the community is uh, you know very small and uh, mm-hmm. it, there is still some but it is definitely not uh, as uh, what we created back in the day you know yeah. just uh, regular jams regular jams and just you know uh, i used to do uh, just free outdoor trainings with you know yeah like uh, with whoever wants to come for free outside we would yeah. you know make classes and things i don't see things like that anymore it's more about you know uh oh i'm so cool i'm so good you know yeah it was it's, very welcoming to beginners back then i yeah, don't feel like it yeah. is right now and it, it felt more like a tribe. People people were kind of more like a family. And as you said, I feel like yeah. there's a lot of cult to self nowadays, a lot of it. The training is way more into into getting a clip. Back then it was more about, I don't know, creating something or just chilling, relaxing, yeah. talking, uh, philosophing. And nowadays it's mostly about uh, yeah. going out, getting a clip. You know? And back yeah. then, for example, you just see that in the past, the videos, they were much more like team videos. There mm. were much more this culture of group team videos. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like, uh, you know, uh, a guy from the previous generation that says, oh, the young kids or whatever. <laughs> but it is something that it's easy to, to observe, you know, on, on what it is, at least, uh, at least online. And it's also, you know, with uh, back in the day where you would create something and then you would keep it, you know, and you would kind of segment it and uh, uh, not not, mm-hmm. seg- not segment it, but narrow it down uh, and, you know, try to, to create a video and then like publish it. Now, as soon as uh, it feels like you get a good clip, you just people want to just put it out and try yeah. to, to to get some attention on it. And, uh, you know, just uh, then um, bear the fruits of whatever it brings. Let's say it brings you whatever social publicity, you know, it's always the argument. Oh, yeah, this brings to me work and whatever. And it is true. Mm-hmm. You know, I personally have used, you know, the the benefits of uh, social social media. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, it does just... Uh, it just have has an impact on on the community one hundred percent. It's a balance. Yeah. But a balance. but still, uh, they're amazing uh, events. Most of them uh, that they haven't been to, but I observe very keenly. You know, uh, yeah, these yeah. these skill competitions, for example, and just like uh, all kinds of of gatherings. 
and uh, yeah it's looking this yeah. this year looked great man there were so yeah. many cool events and they're still happening you the had big, them big on wall the spot. now it's coming the yeah. big wall yes uh, this weekend i would thing, love yeah. to go <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love to go this weekend already sounds yeah, fun i think it will be a really fun event more than crazy i think it's gonna be very fun everyone together all these old yeah. cats it's gonna be really fun soon there was a, a jam in uh, what was it in sweden that uh, the mm -hmm. guys were all posting videos from and this is total video i forgot yeah. where it was but it was the keeper jam keep also jam. really nice just the community yeah. and the vibes is so good you know looked really really good okay um Let's move on to the quick questions. Okay. Isn't it new one? Sketch questions. So if you could choose a skill right now that you would suddenly be very, 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 very good, like pressing the road, which one would it be? Surfing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, what would you rather? Broken foot or broken hand? Uh, broken hand. Uh, can you check what was the last song you played on Spotify? Yeah, give me a second. Okay, so it's Voyage by Riviere Monk. Monk. Nice, I'm gonna play it when okay. I edit. Um, for how much money would you compete in a fig competition? Not enough money in the world. Not enough money in the world just to be there or observe it even just talk, <laughs> talking about it i, I don't want to give it the exposure <laughs> uh, what would you rather do a beer commercial or a cigarettes commercial uh, a beer commercial <laughs> even nice. though even though i don't drink beer but just cigarettes is so pointless you know yeah <laughs> all right Tic Tac, uh, Kong Vault or Cat Pass? Kong Vault, because I'm old school. <laughs> Pizza or pasta? Pasta. Rock and roll or hip hop? Rock and roll. Front flips or back flips? Front flips. David Bell or Sebastian Fulcan? Uh, Fulcan. Gymnastics or martial arts? Martial arts one time, come on. <laughs> Ilabaka or Vorslav? Ilabaka. Thank you very much, bro. Thank you so much. Easy. I, I hope I was, uh, I had any, anything new to, or whatever, to contribute to, oh, to the parkour. It was great. For really, community. Really. Yeah. Nah, nah, I like absolutely, it. It was great. Absolutely honored to be, to be on your podcast, bro. Come on, yeah. it's good to talk to you too, just to see your face <laughs> a little bit, it's nice. I enjoyed it very much. Um, you're good? Having, uh, what are you doing for the rest of the day? You have to work or gonna train or chill with family, enjoy time in Bulgaria? Actually, uh, I'm going on another podcast, uh, weirdly enough. Uh, it's, a <laughs> <laughs> it's a Bulgarian uh, extreme sports podcast. It's weird because uh, it's in the same day. I haven't been on, on any podcasts recently. <laughs> and then uh, I'll try to sneak in a flight uh, in the afternoon. Uh, the weather looks, looks mm -hmm. strong, but uh, I'm going to fly on my acro wing. So it was good. And uh, that is it. <laughs> nice. Chill. Thank you very much for being part of it, bro. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, bro. I will see you soon, hopefully. Yeah. Ciao, ciao. 
Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for sticking by. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Don't forget to follow Ilko's Instagram down in the description. Uh, Parkworth and myself. Important note, on the 25th of September, there's going to be a big Discord discussion assembly on Parkworth channel and you can get to talk to the federations, to other members, to get to know a little bit of what's going on inside of Parkworth and the plans for the future so you can also uh, voice out your concerns, opinions and stuff. Just uh, if, you, if you need more information, the details are also on the Discord channel that I'm going to link down below in the description. Follow, go there and I, I hope to see you there. 25th September and you have different time zones because you know the globe is very big and very round so uh, nine o'clock here in the morning is 9 p.m in somewhere else yeah cool see you ciao <laughs> begin for life